So on a daily basis, each one of us has a choice to make. Are we going to spend time reading the Bible and getting in to God's word? And this can look a lot of different ways, but I wanna share with you all tonight how I fell in love with the Bible. Um, I became a Christian my freshman year of high school. I had almost no idea of who Jesus was before um, about age 15. And I bought a Bible um, with my own money very soon after I became a Christian. This is not it, this is my adult Bible. But I, um, I loved it and I would, what happened was is I just started reading it. I didn't really know what I was doing but I just opened it up and I started reading and I started digging into the Bible to make sure that I could just be learning learning about Jesus, who I now had this new relationship with. And so for me, what that looked like was getting a bunch of colored pencils and um, crayons. I had at one point a 96 pack of Crayola crayons, and I would just open my paper Bible, and I would just begin to read. And um, in reading the Bible, my first thing that I would do is I would just read until something hit me. And, and certain parts of the Bible on certain days are going to hit you, and other parts you're just going to kind of read over. And that's okay. That happens, that happens to every single person. And so what I, do, what I did as, at age 15 that I still do today is that I would read through the Bible until something hit me. And when you're reading and something hits you in the Bible, it, it feels like, ooh, there's a sting to that. Or, oh, that was sweet. Or, wow, that was healing. It kind of gives you a little bit of like a kick somehow. So I'd read my Bible when I found that first thing that gave me a kick. Now, we're going to be able to put the Bible up on the screen, uh, thanks to Jeremy's rad skills over it's here. So this is my oh, actual cool. Bible right here, and you guys can kind of see what's in it. But what I would do is I would find something that hit me on a given day, um, and this is several times reading through over years, reading through, I didn't do this all in one day, but I would start maybe, say I started here in Psalm 27, and I would read, and sometimes when I read it, the very first sentence I read gave me that kick, and I would, I went, the Lord is my light and salvation, so why should I be afraid? The Lord protects me from danger, so why should I tremble? If I was at a point in my life, at some time I obviously was, that hit me, so I, I highlighted it with yellow, or with green crayon. And that's okay to like, highlight in our Bible. Are you allowed to write in Bibles? Yes, you are allowed to write in Bibles. I highly encourage it. It's not a library book. It's your own, it's like a story of your own walk with God, and you should. So I highlighted it there in green crayon or whatever it was, and then I wrote my thoughts and feelings, like whatever was kind of coming to me in the moment, I wrote next to it in the same color to kind of coordinate um, so I could find later when I read through it. And, And maybe if that's what hit me, that maybe would be all I read, was just those two or three sentences that hit me and then I document a little bit of what hit me. And then the next time, apparently verse two, verse three didn't really hit me that much. I didn't do anything about it. But eventually at some point I read verse four and that hit me. That might've been years apart. I don't, I don't really even remember. But I wanna teach you a basic method of studying the Bible. So we're gonna use the word, word, as an acronym. So each of the letters in the word are gonna stand for something different and um, to help you kind of remember this tool to use. So what you do is if you open up your Bible and you begin to read it, you wait for that thing to hit you and then you start, the W stands for write. You write what you read. So for some you might use a journal and like actually write out the verse. For me, I get my colored pencils and I write those highlights on the side so I'm kind of taking note of the part that hit me. 
Yeah, I feel like for me, this is one of my favorite things to do when, when I'm in God's Word is writing things down. There's tons of studies that show that we actually are able to retain more things when we write it down. And for me, that's like a way to like process. And so I love journaling. I especially, I like actually physically writing. It's like, I, I like this motion in on a piece of paper. It's like fun for me. So a lot of times I'll take a verse and I'll write it in lots of different versions or I'll just write it over and over so I can really get it in my heart. I want to retain what I'm reading. I don't want to just read it to like check off a box. I want it to like get down in my heart. Like this verse meant something to JL. So, so she highlighted it. I like to go, I highlight too, but, or underline, but then I like to go actually write it down and then kind of process what that means to me. So sometimes out of that verse, I might say a prayer under that verse of like, Lord, help me to run to you when I'm scared, when I'm afraid. You are my safe place. So I'm reiterating those things as I'm writing those down through my journal. Now, someone that can't read his own handwriting, is anybody else like me out there? Can't read your own handwriting? My people. Okay, right here. That what I like to do in, I don't know, I call it a journal. I just like write it down. You can call it a journal if you want. It's not as manly sometimes. But I have an electronic one on my phone, um, and it's just called Day One, and it's just an app, and um, it's awesome. It just is blue. It says Day One. And what I like about the Day One app is um, I can journal anything that I want, and I can read it whenever I want to, but I also have my journal everywhere I go. And so on this one right here, I have 412 entries um, from the last, 413 entries over the last three years. And so I can look back immediately and go like what I prayed for um, or, or what I thought was cool or anything like that just right here. And it's just nice to be able to obviously read it. And it's uh, a little more manly than having a diary, I guess, um, so to speak. Uh, so, to be uh, clear, I don't say dear diary. Okay, fair okay, enough. That's okay, good. That that's good. good. That's good. So it's another little uh, thing that you guys just kind of have uh, right at the end of your fingertips um, is just to be able to write it down electronically. So I'm trying to teach him this acronym, all right? So oh, first thing you do is you write. Uh, you write your verse. You write your thoughts about the verse, whatever like that, to document it. And any of those ways are really great ways to do it. The second step, the O stands for... Um, to observe, and what you want to do is observe what's in the text. And what that means is you got to look at the context of what's going on, what's before it, what's after it, who's the author maybe writing to. You want to start thinking about um, what's happening. Like if you're reading Psalms, it's usually just like a one-liner or Proverbs. But if you're reading the story of David and Goliath and you read the details of like David is running an errand for his dad, he's bringing cheese to his brothers and, and then he goes there and there's a giant that's like yelling and defying God. You want to look at the context of that story and you want to be asking yourself, why cheese? Why was David bringing cheese? Why was there a wagon for the cheese? Um, what's, is God telling us to be a Packer fan? Like you want to be like asking <laughs> I questions. I think there's some precedent. You want to be like asking questions of the text and asking like, why is that there? That, that cheese thing is weird. Like what's the, why, did we really need to know that? Why did you document that 4,000 years ago for us to know? Like, is there some truth in there that I could gleam out of it? So you start asking questions of the text and you try to look at it from all different angles. Um, some of the verses you're gonna be reading are poetry. Some of them are gonna be wise sayings. Some of them are gonna be these epic stories. And the way you look at it from each angle changes based on what you're reading. So you might need to put a little thought into what type of book is this even? So you're kind of trying to observe. And Psalm 119.33 says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes. 
and I shall keep it to the end. Meaning I'll keep it till I grow up, till I'm old and gray. Give me understanding and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. So when we're doing the second step, the O, the observe, we're trying to engage our heart in what's going on. We're trying to put our heart into understanding what's going on. The next step is the R, and the R stands for relevant. How do we relate to that text? What does it have to do with us? What does it have to do with our lives? Uh, Romans 15, four says, for whatever things are written, whatever things are written in here before we're written for our learning so that we, through the patience and comforts of the scriptures, might have hope. So there's hope that we're gleaming from the Bible and we gotta figure out like what is what we're reading have to do with us? And during this portion of the study, you ask like, what does this have to do with my life? How can I make what I read personal? How can I apply it to my daily life? How can I use it to encourage me? Is it giving me a promise? Is it trying to correct me on something I'm doing that's kind of messed up? How does this verse affect me on a day-to-day basis? And this is one of my favorite like, things to do and, and try to look at is see how I can make like, what, like, what words that are in a book become actions that are in my life. Mm-hmm. Because like, this, is, this is what makes the word of God the word of God is when it's not doesn't just stay in a book because then it's just a history lesson or something like that. But when I actually like apply what is written in my life, then you can see the love of God in the world. You can see um, what he's doing through his word in my life. And so it just, it awakens the whole thing. And so that should be one of the, the that's my favorite part um, when, I, when I spend time with the Lord and, and read his word. It's just like, how can this change my life right now? And then the fourth step, the D stands for declare. And declare means just declare it over your life. Speak it over your life. That might be declare the promise. So if you just read, the Lord is my light and salvation, so why am I afraid? You would declare, I am not afraid because God is my light and my salvation. I don't have to be afraid because I'm not alone. Nothing is darkness to me because I have God. You just start speaking that promise and declaring it over your life. Um, You might need to declare a change that you need to make. If you read something in the Bible and it points out a sin that you're struggling with, then you declare like, I will speak the truth. I will not let lies come from my mouth. You declare who you want to be based on what you read. You declare the change that you're committing to making. And, and the declare is just simply a prayer or a statement that, that you're putting out there saying, I'm going to do this. So like Psalm 118 verse 17 says, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. I'm going to speak them out. I'm going to get them out there. And I remember as a freshman in high school, as I had my own Bible for the very first time, and I didn't have this fancy, awesome acronym word to help guide me. I was just a kid with some crayons and a Bible that I marked up. And, um, but I fell in love with God's word at that point. I slept with my Bible. I kept it under my pillow or I kept it next to me. I did this from age 15 until I got married. And Lavelle was like, there's not enough room um, here. <laughs> so then it went to the nightstand. But, um, but the truth is, I love my Bible and I fell in love with God's word because, not because it's an old dead book, but because I started to hear and see and feel God speaking to me as I read it, as I applied that study method and I highlighted it in in a crayon and I started to write how it relates to my life and what I'm observing in the text, I got excited because I knew that God was talking to me. 
And so when we as pastors say like, you've gotta read the Bible, we don't want you to just blase read it. We want you to fall in love with it. And a method like that helps you fall in love with it and engage with it in a real way where you're like, I, I sense God doing something like big in my life through this book. But like say you don't, like get through the whole acronym. You just do the observer. You don't, you, maybe you don't even get any of it done. Like is, is you, all of a sudden, are you Frankenbike again? <laughs> or is it like, is it a failure for that, that time that you spend in the word if you don't do the whole word? So this is one method, one way of studying. But if all you did was read one verse and you ran out of time, at least you read a verse. At least you interacted with God's word. It's not a failure. Um, God's not just up there waiting to like write you some kind of report card and be like, oh, you didn't really nail step number R for uh, relate. How is that relevant to your life? I didn't like your application there. He's not doing that. He's, he's just happy that you're in the word, that you're spending time, that you're trying to crack it. And, and sometimes like this Bible looks like, dang girl, like you study, this is a lifetime of studying. This is many, many times coming back to this exact same page in the Bible over years and each time slowly adding a little bit more truth that's coming into my life. And I obviously picked a better page to show you. Like there's a page that has nothing. So the idea isn't perfection. The idea is doing something. Fair enough. Yeah. So Will, what does this look like in, in your life? Well, so early on um, in my quiet times with the Lord, I was like soup. I had like a regiment. It was like 30 minutes a day. And I uh, worked through another acronym. It wasn't Word. It was a different one. And, and I just like continued to like just dig into the Bible 30 minutes every single day um, right when I got up. And it was just this huge routine for me. And it, honestly, I learned a lot about God in a short amount of time. Um, and I still did that over years of time and, and got through the Bible a few times and, and, and got to that place where I was just super filled up. But then all of a sudden, it, it started to get just kind of stagnant and started to get um, just arduous. And, and I was really trying to like maintain this time um, within that same exact example of every single morning doing the same thing. And I just realized that if we serve a limitless God, then we can meet him in limitless places. Right. And so it's not like this, uh, you, you have to have the right formula every single time you sit down with them. So I started to mix it up so that my heart could get stirred up again. I almost like fell in love with the Bible again. Um, and so right now in this season, and I've gone through a few different things, but right now um, in this season of my life where I am, I uh, actually, this is my paper Bible and I don't know when I opened it the last time. Is that bad for me to say as Oh, a I mean, it's the truth. Um, but it's just, it's the truth. And I have, you know, it's marked up and things like that. But um, what I do is I use, I use my phone and I use the Bible app and I'll invite Jeremy to come back out here um, so I can kind of show you the process of what I do. It's crazy what we have at the end of our fingertips with uh, Jeremy technology. has so many random cool things. Yes, he does. Uh, I told him how long I'd be up here, and he's like, I'm getting a tripod. <laughs> so <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so I'll have him kind of zoom in on uh, the screen a little bit, and uh, tell me when you're ready. I can't see the screen. My neck, it hurts. There it is. Bam, Will, there Will it is. Okay. His neck getting oh, out of look, bed there's my. Morning. That's Ruby when she was really little. She's Aww. little. She's so cute. Gosh, now she's like just like Liam, talk. right? Yeah, you take off that hairband and it is Liam. <laughs> Pretty much, right? Come oh. on, there Aww. she is. She's so happy. All right, anyway, um, so right down here is the Bible app. And um, if you don't have it, then go ahead to the, go to the app store real quick and then uh, just type in Bible. 
Bible. B-I-B-L-E. Yeah, no. There's okay. a whole song about it. Um, and so this one right here, it says Holy Bible. That's the one. Um, it's made by Life.Church. And so download that. And once you open it, it's called Version. It's really, really awesome. And it's free. It's free. It is free. So I'm going to take you through this app, and I'll take you kind of what I do. So this is the home screen right here. And the first thing uh, that draws my attention almost every time is my streak. So I have 98 straight days in there. Um, for a long time, I couldn't even get over like 20 or 30 days. And honestly, it was Sundays that I wasn't opening my Bible app. Because uh, I was here doing church and kids' church and things like that. So that's one thing that helps me like open my Bible app um, when I can, is knowing that streak. And then uh, there's a whole bunch of different little stats and things like that. Um, then this is the plans that I'm in. I'll talk about those in a second. But what I love about the home screen is as soon as you open your Bible app, they give you a verse of the day. And uh, what's awesome about that, just like Pastor JL said, even if you read one verse that that's a success, you can open up your paper Bible and just point to a verse and it could just tell you who was some dude's son at I some point. I did that point. once and I pointed to thou shalt take the loin fat from the thigh of the cow, something like that. That's right. It was awkward. That sounds gross. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you don't want to. So, verse you, of the day sounds better. You don't want the loin fat verse <laughs> no, to be the verse that you point inspiring. to. It was not inspiring. So, what the, the app does is it's gone through um, and, and gives you a, a really good verse that you can pretty much apply into fat your life. Fat free. Fat free. <laughs> yes, that's right. Fat free. And so, today's is Isaiah 5410, and, uh, and it's awesome. So, that's something I love about the home screen on this, and it just gives it to you immediately. Something else on the home screen, um, this is like everything for you. And then there's a little community button up here. And if you press the community button, it opens up this entire um, platform where you can actually have profiles and you can invite friends um, to it. And so if you invite your friends, uh, you, you'll be able to see what they're reading. And that encourages me. If I know Joe is reading in, um, nice. Thanks, guys. Just, well, I'm going I'm I'm to decline that. Uh, we felt left out. You're talking a lot. Uh, fair yeah. enough. You did. All right. Anyway, back to it. So um, with your friends on the app, it's really awesome because you're able to see what they're doing. You're able to like um, kind of share in this environment of reading your Bible. And I think it gives me encouragement when I know um, that, you know, Pastor Sean or Joe or anybody else is like also reading the word. And then to add a friend, you just go click right on over there to add a friend and you just type in their name and... Um, and you'll be able to search for them, which is really awesome. So that's not just everything on your home screen is right there. Uh, then you can also, you have to build a profile. That's me with a buffalo hat. Um, little somebody, Jesus of freak, course. husband, father, pastor, hot sauce enthusiast. That's just part of who I am. Um, so the next uh, little tab over here is, if you can see it good, there you go. Is, uh, it's Jeremy just, ditched you. He did ditch me. He's that's like, fine. this guy's great. He's, He's gone. It says read. <laughs> Um, and so on the read section, this whole thing right here is the Bible. It's this whole thing um, right in your hand. And so um, right here it says NLT, and that's just a translation of the Bible. If, if you don't know where to start, just start in NLT. It's really easy to read. But if I just click on that, I have all these other translations just at my fingertips. What's so awesome, NLT, anything has a little speaker next to it. NIV does, ASV. Like they actually will read the Bible to you. Um, so I could like get ready and listen to my Bible. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. I really enjoy listening to the Old Testament because it's filled with so much narrative, so many stories. Um, and a long time ago when I worked uh, at the church, I actually mowed the lawn for the church for a long time. I was just listening to the Old Testament while I was on the lawnmower. And it was great. And I got through a bunch of stories and it was like another way to experience the Bible that the Bible app offers. Um, so you click your version. Is it just like some old guy like... Um, I think there is one that is pretty 
He's pretty like an old guy. I think it's like a NKJV, oh, yeah? the new King James version. The guy's pretty like straightforward. But the NLT guy, he's pretty good. Um, and there's actually like a little bit That's of piano. That's a real question. Yeah, there's like know? a little bit of piano on like the big chapters. Like when Ooh. David kills Goliath, it's like trying to set the like scene dramatic for you. Music. And it's like you can smell the wheat in the field. It's great. Um, anyway... When you click a version, what I would do is it's download it, though. Sniff too. Um, you have to be able to download the, uh, um, the translation. If you download it, then you can get it anywhere. You don't have to be connected to data or Wi-Fi. And then I've honestly, like, I've been up hunting, and I still get to be able to read the Bible, mm. and I don't have to carry this with me. Um, I can just, I have my phone already because, you know, I take videos because I actually don't get, in, get much when I hunt. So um, when... When you're uh, just on the, on the reading thing, you click on like the book. Right here it says Psalm 149. And so once I click that, I can see all the different books in the Bible and I can just navigate. So say Pastor Jail during a sermon is saying uh, she's going to teach out of John uh, 14. And so she goes, I, I'll go over to John 14 on my thing and bam, I have John 14 right here. And you can see right here it's highlighted. And that's another cool thing about Did the Bible. Did you get a 96 pack of Corollas? What's for that? that color on your phone yeah just right on my phone nice. that's exactly what I did no you don't do that on your phone uh, <laughs> what, what I did was if you just click on the verse it brings up this way to highlight and so I can just click what color I want to highlight it and kind of like you have in Pastor Jail in your um, Bible you color code it what I like to do is yellow verses are verses that I think are really important. Blue verses are verses that I can immediately input into my, uh, into my life. I can't remember what green is. Oh, it's about Judas. I just wanted to, you know, put that out there. Um, but then I also... Don't I also, be that guy. Don't be that guy. Um, green means don't do it. That's right. And then red verses that I highlight in my, in my Bible app are ones that I have questions on. And by the way, any of us pastors, when we have questions, we just go to talk to Pastor Jail. Uh, she just knows it all anyway. And so... Um, it's really cool. It saves all the highlights. You can put notes on it. You can put bookmarks on it. So literally everything that you could write or mark down in your paper Bible, you have the ability to do that. And then you can share it. And so I have that verse highlighted. I can just press the share. And then right here, look, that's Sean. His name is Brother Thunder. In my, in my, <laughs> that it's is his so face weird. on Rambo's body. Oh, dear. It's pretty awesome. Um, and so... My eyes need washed out. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. It's so weird. It's pretty great. There's my wife and my mom. Anyway, uh, so I can share this at any point in time. So like if I think that, oh man, that's a verse my friend needs to hear because they're you know, going through a divorce or something like that, I can just click share and shoot that verse over them straight to them. It's really easy to be able to do that. And you don't have to sit down with the Bible or anything like that. I love being able to click on the verses. Yeah, yeah. I love when I click on the verse for me, I love using the compare button. Yeah, if you push compare, it will give you all the different translations of that same verse. So like I said, I like to write the verses in different translation often. So then I can be like, ooh, it speaks to me like this way or this way, or here's more insight to the same verse. So I love using the compare button. It's really, really awesome. And that's just all within the read um, section. You just so highlighted everything yellow. <laughs> There's a lot of important verses in there. That's it true. Is. Isn't the whole Bible uh, important? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> what, but like you said. What's that one verse that's not important? That's don't, what it's I Jesus' hear. words. He says, and you know the way to where I am going. That's what that doesn't seem important. You know, I'll, I'll just He's make it blue. It. I'll make it blue. There it is. <laughs> seems, really, seems really important. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we're I think totally... critique your, your crayons over there, okay? <laughs> okay. Um, we're just ganging up on I you because there's finally two girls and only one boy. That's true. There it is. All right. Well, it says how loved I am. Okay. Um, 
so the next, the next little page over is plans. And this is, an, this is the thing that sets um, the, Bible up, the Bible app up to be a little bit different than um, just your paper Bible because you have the ability uh, to have access to devotional plans that only last like three days, five days. There's some that are 365 days where you can read the entire Bible within that period of time. I would do a couple plans before you try that one. Um, but what's nice, so right here I have the plans that I'm already in. So I'm in a plan right here with a guy named Ty that I met at the gym and we just been I'm bringing him to church and things like that. And so what, what I love about the plans is that you have a devotional section. So it's a section that's written by somebody uh, within a ministry somewhere that has um, this, this plan that they made. So this one is seven days praying for strength. So it's, it's something that Ty and I are working on uh, of trying to become uh, more like Jesus in the way that he is strong and seeing how Jesus can be our strength in different situations. And so then we go through a devotional. They talk about um, like the different part of that day. And then we can talk it over. And what's awesome about uh, this whole thing is I can see exactly what Ty got out of his um, portion of scripture in the devotional, and I can share with him what I got out of mine. And I might not ever see him that day. So it's super cool in being able to do that. And what's awesome about the whole plans um, thing is when you go over to find a plan, there are thousands and thousands of plans that you can discover. Um, and over all sorts of different topics, you can use the little search hourglass up there and search like anxiety or stress, or say you wanna, you know, you wanna find out your true identity and you search those things, there's plans that are written um, all the way at the bottom of this one. And there's, there's plans just for youth groups, written by other youth groups too. So there's, there's like really good examples. Um, there's stuff for just men. There's stuff for just, just girls. It's really cool to be able to do that. And so I wanted to float a challenge out to you guys. Um, you guys download this, this app, um, search some friends, get some friends. And I, what I want to do uh, is I want to, all of us as Collective 4640, go through the plan called Set Apart. Um, and it's by Switch Ministries, which is a part of Life.Church, which actually put um, the Bible app, made the Bible app. And it's, it's for youth. It's a five-day plan. So you got you got seven days to do five days in here. So it's okay if you miss, because honestly, I have this, this plan back here, and uh, it's me and my wife are in it, and I was supposed to do one on August 5th. <laughs> You're a little behind. Will. Sorry, wife. Um, yes, and it's a parent's prayer. I sound like a terrible person now. All right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so um, go to uh, Set Apart. And I think that's the, the plan that I want you guys to try and do. We'll collectively do it together. If you already have friends on the Bible app, invite your friends. How you do that is when you start the plan, you just go, and you can go by myself or with friends. And when you go with friends, you choose the date you want to start. Um, and now your, your friend list comes up. And so I'm going to, I'll invite Sarah cool. to it because you're right yeah. there. And I'm wanna, on team paper Bible. So you are. I don't see you on I don't here. think, I think I do have a profile. There's but. Sean. Brother Thunder himself and Joe, bam. So I'm gonna invite those three. She's gonna get a notification about um, me wanting to read a plan with her, and then she can either accept it or reject it. You should it. reject it since he rejected us our in our selfie. Okay. Well, this is the Bible. That's, that's, that's a selfie, true. all right? Anyway, uh, the last thing I'll say about the Bible app, so we have plans. You're able to read any translation anywhere in the Bible really easily is this little search icon over here. And when you search something um, on the Bible app, it's, it's really simple. It's like a little Google just for the Bible. Um, so say you need, you're struggling with anxiety or stress, you can type that in. But also, Jackson, you just started the Bible plan. I saw it. Good job, wherever you are. Yeah, Jackson. Um, see how cool it is? I'm like, I get to cheer him on now. 
Um, so it's, there's little emojis. Also on how, powered on how, out during the sermon. Just kidding. I was like, this is the one. <laughs> Not today. This is the one. So these emojis, it says, how are you feeling? So right well, now, well, say I'm feeling angry because like they're picking on me. And so <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll choose the thing and I'll, and I'll say annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm not angry. I'm annoyed. And yeah. then boom, verses like Colossians 3.13, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. <laughs> Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. See, it's cool how, like, immediately, if you're, say you're feeling angry. Where's the one that says, listen to your boss? (laughs) I think that's also Colossians 3. Work willingly for other people, though you're working for Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, 3-1. Joe, you accepted my invitation. Good job. Without the search engine. That's right. So um, know that, like, you have the word of God, like, at your fingertips, yes, but also you have this ability to search it really easily without having to have the prior background knowledge and you're able to get a quicker grasp of how God's word is set up and also be be able to have the community around you supporting you reading the Bible together. This is just a super, super awesome tool to have. And I love that part about the feelings um, because again, sometimes my feelings get away with me, but, but instead I can actually, because our feelings are valid, they just shouldn't be the boss of us, but I can go and, and I can say I'm angry or frustrated instead of myself telling myself how I feel. I can actually, actually get the truth about my feelings. Yeah. And so then it again comes back to building that bike where I'm not making a bike out of feelings. I'm basing it on the word of God, building a bike that's actually going to get me somewhere. So good. So I, I love that. Yeah. I think for me, um, I actually do a combination of both of those. I love hearing how of the, everyone, oh goodness. <laughs> Which that was good. so uncomfortable. It's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> I could like, Thank see you, Jeremy. blackheads You're on the awesome. side of his nose. <laughs> Okay, that's, uh, that's mean. Okay. I'm going to continue Go on back here. Go emojis on your Bible app. Let me shoot you a selfie. Let's focus <laughs> up here, people. Okay. Um, I love doing both. And I love hearing how other people study the word because sometimes I like to mix it up and I'm like, ooh, I'm going to grab some crayons and I'm going to color in my Bible. That sounds like fun. And kind of see how I can connect with God because that is the point of what we're doing. We want to connect with our creator, the one who saved us, the one who redeems us, us, the one who's constantly pursuing us. This is our way of like pursuing him back is getting into the word of God. So kind of how I started building my bike was as a child, I grew up in church. And so my parents had me in Bible quizzing. Yes. Super nerdy, but so awesome. I'm so thankful for it. Um, so I had like this workbook and I would like study books of the Bible and I'd have to memorize verse. I got to memorize verses. Like it was super fun, but that's where I kind of found a new love for the Bible. And then it just kind of grew and it morphed as I got older. Um, and so now what I do um, is right now it's cold outside. So, um, and I like to get up in the mornings and I know people think I'm weird, but after 10 PM, I'm just not a pretty person. I'm mad that I'm awake. So I like to do my quiet time in the morning. So I get up early in the morning. My sweet husband makes me coffee every morning. Girls find a man that'll make you coffee. It's so sweet. So he makes me coffee. I get my coffee. I get my blanket. I get by the fireplace. I grab my Bible. I grab my journal. I grab my phone. I grab my pen. I grab whatever I can. And I have it all out in front of me because I want options. I want to be able to do all of it. Um, and so for me, a lot of times I'm doing a plan on the app. And so I'll, I'll find one of those scriptures that really resonated with me and I'll go write it in my journal. Or if I'm not doing a plan on the app, I'm studying a book of the Bible or I go back to Psalms, which is just one of my favorite books of the Bible. Cause it's a really feely book again, where it's like, there's so many ups and downs and there's frustration and there's anger and there's happiness and there's praise and there's joy. So, so I'm getting so much out, out of God's word. So a lot of times I'm going back to stories 
stories that I love or back to scriptures that I know like speak to me and mean something to me. Um, but that's that's a lifetime, like JL said, of building those things. So so I wanna encourage you, don't, don't be like, well, I didn't start as a kid, so I can't start now. Like start today, start right where you are. Um, because honestly, there's gonna be times where it's hard. You're gonna feel tired, you're gonna feel distracted, your life is busy. Um, but we wanna encourage you, don't give up. I love what the Bible says in 2 Timothy 2, 22b, whatever builds up your faith and deepens your love must become your holy pursuit. And I think for us, that's what we're saying is this is our holy pursuit. It is something that we love, something that builds our faith. So we want to be in the word. The truth is there's always gonna be an excuse. There's always gonna be a reason why we're too busy, too stressed out. There's always a reason why we can't. There's always gonna be some type of distraction or some type of seemingly better offer that stops us from getting into the Bible. But the truth is, if we want to grow in our relationship with God, if we wanna have a faith that can match the mountains that we're gonna have to climb in our life, if we want a chance to to be able to stand against the storms of life that are gonna come at us, then, then we have to know this. We have to know the directions in this book. We have to love it. We have to hide it in our heart. We have to sleep and snuggle with it so that we can know it inside and out. We can hear his voice speak to us through it. That's why the Bible says in Luke 1, for the word of God will never fail. And so friends, that's why it's so important that tonight we make a decision, that we think about what is our relationship with God and, and how, how do we truly interact with the Bible? The poet said, in theory, I treasure it. And what's really sad is too often that's true. In theory, we treasure the Bible, but in reality, it's a little different. There's a disconnect. And my point isn't to guilt people or shame people. My point is to challenge, to say, even if it hasn't been before, couldn't you start today? Couldn't you start a relationship with God through his word today? Get a paper Bible, download the app, get into the word, start with a little bit at a time, use the method that I taught, make up your own method, use what will, whatever you have to do to start getting the word inside of you. Because the truth is hard times are going to come. Tragedy is going to strike. And at that point, it's too late almost to go, oh, now what? You have to have it in you. You have to have built the faith to ride the bike up the mountain. And friends, that's gonna look different for everyone. It doesn't have to be perfection on day one, but there has to be a day one and there has to be a start. And so I wanna invite you to just close your eyes for just a second and create some private space. And I kinda of wanna throw out some questions and, and ask you to really contemplate some stuff. Like, what's the excuse? We all have one. What's the one that's stopping you from getting in the word? What's the excuse that's making you justify not spending time in the Bible? Sadly, we probably all know it pretty quick. It's too hard, it's too big a book, I'm not a reader, I don't have money to buy one, I don't understand it. There's a million excuses, but we all have to start. 
So I want you to do what that poet said and let's punch that excuse in the face by making a commitment together that we're gonna figure out some way, somehow to take a first step on day one and get in the Bible. So I want you to imagine of all the ways that, that Pastor Will, Pastor Sarah and I presented tonight, can you find one way that you can do it? Can you find one way? And maybe that's the set apart plan. It's free on any device you can sign up for. We'll all do together. Maybe that's your action step. Or maybe you're on team paper like me and you love having the Bible in your hands. You love the feel of the pages. Whatever it is, will you just open it? If you don't know where to go, go to the middle, go to Psalms and read the feelings and the emotion between God and his followers. Just Will you figure out one way from something one of us said that you can commit to, to just let that be your first day on the journey to knowing the Bible? Because when we know the Bible, it begins to come alive. The word of God is living and active. So you've got your one way, just in the privacy of your heart, offer a prayer to God, offer a commitment to God, God, what I'm gonna do is blank. What I'm gonna do is download that app and sign up for that plan. What I'm gonna do is invite some friends to do it with me so I know that I'll stick with it. What I'm gonna do is find my Bible. I think it's on the floorboard of my mom's car, under my bed, I'm gonna find it and I'm gonna read. Figure it out, what you're gonna do. And remember, I know there's some that are like perfectionists and the goal isn't perfection, the goal is doing it. So just get it and do it. Take one step and one more step and one more step. And I promise you, if you will actually do it, you'll fall in love with the word. You'll fall in love with the truths. You'll fall in love with the way it strengthens you, the way it encourages you, the way it fills you with joy, the way that it kind of slaps you upside the face when you're wrong and you knew you needed it and helps you get that attitude adjustment. You'll begin to love the Bible. But the biggest lie, the biggest deception facing our generation is that the Bible is too hard for us. Students, it is not too hard. You are 100% capable. You were made to connect with God through his word. So once you know what that action step is, make that prayer, utter that prayer to God of how you're gonna do it. Maybe some of you need to drop a few dollars and buy a good Bible that you will like to read. Maybe some of you need to come talk to a pastor and say, uh, show me exactly where to start. Show me a good book to study. But it starts today. Today is your day one. Tomorrow morning is your day one. God, we thank you for these amazing students. We thank you that you wanna speak to them through your word. And God, I just declare that these young people will be students who love your word, who have a heart for your word, whose eyes can see it and ears can understand it and, and, and their hearts can apply it that it would not be a mystery to them, but it would be something that you reveal to them, that it would be easy for them to memorize, that it would be easy for them to recall what they've read, that the application would be so relevant that when they're wrong, that the scripture would gently guide them 
back to the truth, when they're afraid that it would give them hope and courage, when they feel alone that they would sense your presence through it, that your word would be to them everything it has been to, to us and more, and that they would fall in love with you as they read your story in the Bible. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.